I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to YHHTMPC. <clears throat> wait, 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 wait. What does that mean exactly? Oh, yeah. You haven't heard This Music Podcast. A show about introducing lesser-known music of lesser-known artists from all over the world. And now, without further ado, a one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Welcome to having this music podcast. This is a podcast about lesser known music by lesser known artists and bands and artists that we think are as good as that in the mainstream and you should really go and check out. This is episode five of season six. Don't go looking for episode four. There isn't one. Uh, we had a massive technical glitch and it just disappeared, unfortunately. So this, uh, we're moving on anyway. So this is episode five. Uh, if you're not sure what this is, this is side A and we do a side B. Side A is basically we come along, loads of shits and giggles, different sections, five different sections that we just, you know, there's a head to head where we all bring a song that we love. There's a another bit where we'd play a song just randomly that we don't know anything about and there's some history and some or you just stick around you'll love it i promise you uh on the show tonight as always we have our other uh hosts we have richie say hello richie hello wayne how are you i hope you are good i'm good are you good mm, i'm okay i'm okay just uh as uh i've stated on the b side i had a bit of a hoo-ha with the programs and everything i've already apologized on the b side to bob from Rebel Tramp, he spent a whole evening with us recording, only for it to not be put out. And hopefully, we'll have him back on a future A side because he was a very good guest, and I very much enjoyed the episode. I was very saddened when I was unable to put the the episode out. It was a good episode, but never mind. We we won't digress. We shall move on from this. Uh, our other host, as always, is Mike Five. Say hello, Mike Five. Hello, Mike Five. Are you good? I'm very good, thank you, Wayne. You can tell what sort of mood Mike's in. He's already been telling us the fucking worst jokes off air as soon as he got here. <laughs> They were just terrible jokes, but we won't go into that. They weren't racist or anything, they were just fucking shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> Why would you automatically go down that route? <laughs> I just wanted, to, I just wanted to, to, to clarify the listeners that you're not a racist, you're just a really bad joke, Taylor. That's all. <laughs> As I said, there's no guest tonight, unfortunately. We've had a bit of a scheduling issue and we've had one guest who thinks he was on next week because Mike can't give a calendar date out correctly and another guest who has dropped out at the last minute, unfortunately. So it's just the three of us tonight. It's like uh, it's like old times. Like I said, we've got, uh, we've got five different sections and we will start with the icebreaker. Breaker. 
So this is the icebreaker section of the show. This started out as, as like sort of trying to get to know each other a bit and whatnot, and it's just devolved completely into a quiz show. That's, that's what this has happened with this, but that's, that's fine, because I have a lot of fun doing this. So we're moving on to this, this game this time. Now, uh, I was recently in my shed, and I was trying to build uh, a Tracy Island uh, from Blue Peter, all back in the day, and put all the washing up wattles on that, and I suddenly discovered I'd made a time machine. <laughs> I love that we've got we've got we're doing some sort of video recording tonight as well, and Richie just sat there shaking his head at my sound effects. I and I love it. I'm on, I'm on video. <laughs> right, so I've I've accidentally created a time machine, uh, and this this game is going to be called the Brief History of Time. Right, uh, the only problem is with my time machine, I forgot to put a date stamp on it, so it just launches you into the stratosphere, and then when you get there, you have to sort of work out where you are. So, are you ready to get launched into the stratosphere? I think so. I'm very confused. I have no fucking idea what's going on. Just hold on tight. We're gonna right now. We're gonna travel in time. Are you ready? Let's let's say yes. Here we go. Okay. Right, so we've launched in time, people. We've landed. But like I say, you d- we don't know where we are in the world. All I can get is I can get a couple of newspaper headlines and whatever's on the radio, right? So I'm going to read you the news cl- newspaper headlines. And then what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to tell me roughly where we are in time. And then you'll get points deducted from how far away you are from the actual time. So the year that we landed at, yeah? We know it's past the point where they invented newspapers. That narrows it down a little bit, I suppose. <laughs> and music, but Mike, you know. So Right, so hang on a second here. Yeah, hang on. Hang on a second here. Can, can you hear the newspaper boys? I love all this. This is great. Fucking loving this. <laughs> yeah, so the newspapers read, uh, Jimmy Carter wins the US election and Isabel Perón is deposed the, as the Argentinian president and Rocky is released in the cinema. Okay. I'm going to tune the radio now, right? So uh, we'll see what was on in the charts in this year. You ready? So what year do you reckon we're at, Richie? 1983. I think that song came out actually in the middle of what most people recognise as the year of punk. I think it was 1977. 1977 for Mike. Right, I can tell you that the year was 1976. Oh, so no Mike shit. starts out with minus one point and Richie starts out with minus seven. And that's how the scoring works. Okay, all right. Okay. Great. Yeah, we're going to jump in time again. You ready? so angry right now. <laughs> you fucking love it, you know you do. Right, we've landed again, people. So, uh, here's the uh, here's the news, boys. Right 
So, the newspaper headlines read, Three North Vietnamese torpedo boats attack the US destroyer Maddox, and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. receives the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, and here's the music clues. Here they come. So there's the clues. Uh, Mikey, what year you want to go for in this one? Oh, is it me first? That's that's frustrating. Um, not very good on this. The animals was a long time ago. No, let's say nineteen sixty-eight. Nineteen sixty-eight for Mike. Richie. Um, nineteen seventy. Nineteen seventy. Right. I can say the actual actual year. That three, three North Vietnamese torpedo boats attacked the US Maddox was 1964. Ballot. So I'm not good at this. <laughs> so, so minus six for Rich on that one, and minus four for Mike on that one. Are we going to jump in time again, ready people? Right, okay, so we've landed again, people. I, I have so many questions for you when we get back to the present. That's, that's okay. Um, <laughs> the newspaper headlines read as this, a Pan Am jet exploded over the Scottish town of Lockerbie, and Stephen Hawking published A Brief History of Time. And here's your music clues. So there you go. Back to you this time, Richie. What year do you think we've landed at this time? 1989. Ooh, 1989. How many questions are in this round, Wayne? Five. And how many points ahead am I? Um, eight. Okay, 1988. 1988. Busted. I might get... Oh, that's just sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no, no idea. Oh, so. well, you've only gone and got it right, Mike. Oh, get in. For fuck's sake. <laughs> and if you get it right, you get plus five points. Oh, come on. So we might as well just finish the game now then. Yeah, Fuck right. you. Okay. We're going to jump in time again, people. I actually gave an educated guess. <laughs> right, we're bundling down the time tunnel now, people. So we've landed again, and the, the news of the year is uh, the Woodstock Music Festival uh, was this year, and Charles Manson and the Manson family murders occurred. And here are your music clues. So there we are, landed again. So, Mikey, back over to you this time. What year do you think we've landed at this time? Uh, I want to say that Woodstock was about 1967. So Mike's going for 1967. 
Rich? 1965. 1965 for Rich. I can tell you that the Woodstock Festival was in 1969. Oh, and that's when those. <laughs> that was my second guess. So, with one round to go, Mike is on minus two points and Richie is on minus 18. Yeah, I'm dying of hypothermia. <laughs> so, <laughs> on to the last round. I'm going to jump in time one last time. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Right, we've landed one more, one last time then, people, before we head off to the present. So, in this year, the nuclear disaster occurred at the Fukushima power plant, and Amy Winehouse died on the 23rd of July. And here are your music clues. So we've landed again, people, and uh, it's, it's ready to go first, but he's run away from his camera, so I don't know if he can hear me at all. Mike, you, you start. Uh, what, uh, what year are you guessing at with this? I don't recognise any of the songs, but they sound older than they are because Amy Winehouse didn't die in the 80s, so it must have been that 80s revival period, which seems to still be going on for some reason. So I'm going to say 2011. Right. Richie? I'm going to go with 2010. Right. I can tell you that the year was actually 2011, and Mike was absolutely spot on. Oh, fuck, really? Yeah. Okay. So, at the end of that game, let's travel back in time to the, to the present people. Hang on. Right, there we are. Back in present day 2023. And I can tell you that uh, at the end of that uh, game, Mike finishes on plus three. Oh. And Richie finishes on minus 19. Shit game, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> thank, you, thank you both for playing A Brief History of Time. Uh, and that's the icebreaker over. So, um, can I just... Sorry. A Brief History of Time is not an accurate description. It was A Brief History of Time. That was a very long icebreaker. <laughs> it's not a brief history. Of I liked it. <laughs> it wasn't that long. I enjoyed it very much, though. I'll do it again. No, that's it. No, it's, it's a one and out deal. That is. I don't do. I don't double my games up. <laughs> you, you'll do it again unless you can think of anything better. Right. Anyway, so that's the icebreaker. Thank you for playing a brief history of time. And now let's move on to the head to head. So the head-to-head people, this is where we both, where we both, where we all bring a song that we like from emails or out in the world or from likes, lights and lines or wherever it is you found this new artist and you think, I think they're really good. You should give these people a listen. I've been enjoying them. And that's what this is. So on the last episode that we put out, which was episode three, Richie won that episode. So uh, you can go first, Richie. What song are you bringing? Well, thank you, Wayne. I am bringing the Bellwether Syndicate with their song, We All Rise. Mm-hmm. 
The bell with that syndicate with We All Rise, an absolutely fucking banging tune there. Absolutely amazing piece of work from these guys. It was a uh, god that taken inspiration from everywhere. It was like the Foo Fighters had a baby with some sort of new romantic group and just something came out and it was just amazing. But yeah, uh, Katie, can you tell us a little bit about these guys, please? Based in Chicago, the Bellwether Syndicate is made up of William Faith on the mouth. Sarah Rose Faith on mouth and guitars, Philly Peroxide on keyboards and percussion, Stephen Gray on the boom boom bang bang splash crashes, and Corey Gorey on the bingy bingy boing boing guitars. Formerly of Seminole Gothax Christian Death, Mephisto Walls and Shadow Project, and co-founder of Faith and the Muse, William Faith moved from his native LA to Chicago in 2010, forming the Bellwether Syndicate with his wife, 
Sarah Rose Faith, otherwise known as Scary Lady Sarah, one of the scene's most eminent DJs and club promoters and host of Nocturna, the longest-running goth event in North America, We All Rise is both an acknowledgement of and a call to the inner courage we all possess, which gives us the resolve and the strength to go against the prevailing system and try to build the world that lives in all of our hearts and minds. It is said that inside every cynic there is a wounded idealist, and we see this everywhere. The armor we've acquired to protect our dreams. This song is about drawing on that courage and believing again, daring to dream again, says William Faith. Thanks, Katie. Uh, yep, yeah, so that was them. Definitely check them out. We'll leave links to them in the show notes along with all the other artists. Mike, would you like to go next? I can absolutely go next. Uh, I have a track called My Oh My by a band called First Class and Coach.
There you go, and that was First Class and Coach of their track, My Oh My. Uh, Katie, have you got anything to tell you about these guys? First Class and Coach is a four-piece band from Borlid Harb, West Cork, Ireland, Reuben Mayer, on guitar and mouth, Geraldine Thomas, on mouth, Jonathan Posson on the bass, and Room Gnealage on the Bang Bang Boom Boom Splash Crashes, seeking to push the boundaries of the indie rock genre. The sound has a variety of colour, reverb-drenched piano, distorted squalling guitars, driving bass and muscular drums all punctuated by uncompromising German-slash-English vocals. Having played in bands for many years in New York, Reuben enters West Cork with a wall of noise. Geraldine hails from Berlin and has long been songwriting and performing live music in many guises. Tapping into his experience as a motion graphics director, Jonathan brings his visual projections to the live shows, creating an immersive live experience. And Rue is a graduate from BIMM Music College in Dublin and brings his experience from bands in West Cork. Of their music they state, Our first gigs were hot, noisy and raucous nights in bars around West Cork. Oh my God. We had created a body of music that was great fun to play live and was crying out to be recorded. An old friend of Ryubin's in New York is Tony Maimon, ex-bass player in Pere UBU and has worked with the likes of Black Francis. He now runs Studio G in Brooklyn. We brought Tony over to produce the record. And we did a couple of days pre-production in our loft rehearsal space here in Ballydehob, then decamped to Middleton to Christian Best's Monique Studios there. <laughs> Thank you, Katie, and whoever that was yeah I just want to state before we continue that um, yeah that was down to the AI so uh, I don't actually think any members of the band are Indian no I think no pretty sure they're not <laughs> not sure what it was doing there but anyway I picked this song because uh, well a couple of reasons one I love it well, otherwise I wouldn't bother two I've been listening to the album quite a lot which comes out I think on the 17th of March and is well worth checking out when it does because it's really really good there's a real variety of stuff from there and I really like it three because it's got a massive just continuous almost harsh bass line that I just really like everything builds off of it and four because although it's like it's arguably a little bit long but I just like that it feels like it has a continuous build up throughout the whole thing and then the vocal sort of speeds up a bit at the end and all that sort of stuff and it just kind of like went straight through me I was like this is a banging album it's from um, a record label called FIFA Records who released quite a few decent bands that I've sort of discovered through them recently like emperor of ice cream is a good one and uh, silver owls i think is on those so yeah decent uh, really love it and uh, that's all i have to say about it really over to you wayne oh thank you very much mike i, I just like to say before we carry on i totally forgot to introduce katie earlier on uh, so sorry katie she is the ai who reads everything out and i totally forgot to introduce her normally rich g's me up and gives me a bollock in the valley but he didn't tonight so um, apologies on that uh, anyway so on to my song so i'm going to be bringing a a band called the the friction with their song collapse in slow motion It's only endless 
So there's the friction with their song collapse in slow motion. Has Katie got some bits to say about this? For a duo who only started working together a short time ago, the Frixen are receiving a lot of attention from music fans and tastemakers alike. British-born, London Berlin-based singer-songwriter Jean Serene started putting her brand of electronic pop out in the late 90s. The noughties saw the birth of her nom de plume Jean Serene whilst co-writing with Bill Borres and Barry Ashworth. Jeannie found herself propelled and embraced by the electro-pop clash scene. Those years saw her writing songs and performing with such diverse artists as Tromskmaya, Sixpress from Kitsune, Chris Lake from Nervous, Sicker Fanslags of End Recordings and Calvatron, taking her performing everywhere from New York to Tallinn and in between. She released her debut solo album The Polarise Experience in 2015. UK-based synthesist and producer Lloyd Price is best known as an ex-member of the dark electro combo Massive Ego and has remixed numerous artists over the years under different guises. Jeannie and Lloyd came across one another on social media, both devastated at the news of the death of their hero Prince, and had begun posting their favourite videos online. Lloyd had heard Jean Serene's previous work and sent over a demo track which became their first single from Dusk Till Dawn. The rest, as they say, is history. Well, thank you for that, Katie. Um, yeah, uh, look, I'm unashamedly surfing this um, 80s synth vibe, and this is unashamedly 80s synth. It's got very early Depeche Mode vibes to it, and that's it. So I've got nothing else to say about it. I just liked it. That's it. I'm surfing that vibe. I'm surfing that shoegaze vibe at the moment. I'm really into all that stuff. And this is just, it fits that bill. I just really like it. That's it. If you like 80s synth sounding stuff with a bit of a modern edge, this is where to go. So yeah, check out Collapse in Slow Motion and uh, by, uh, she said the Frixion, but I think it's the Friction. Uh, it's F-R-I-X-I-O-N. So I think it's meant to be the Friction. So yes, so let's, uh, we've heard, you've heard all three songs now. We've all spoke about them a little bit. So we'll start with Mike Fives. No, we'll start with Rich because Rich played his first. So which one's your favourite of the week, Rich? Mike Fives is my favourite this week. I thought it was an absolute fucking belter. I thought mine was fucking fantastic and I thought it was going to be hard to beat. But... Mike's, Mike's is very fucking close it's a really good track I really like that a lot in fact I'll, I'll be searching for that after the show uh, I like yours Wayne it's got lots of nostalgic vibes and but uh, no Mike tips it this week okay Mike 5 excellent I will um, I'll send you that album because it's not out yet I've got a copy of it um, oh, it's very close for me um, I, I really enjoyed Richie's particularly the chorus I was probably less of a fan of the vocal on the um, on the verses, but not for any reason. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but overall, it's a, it's a really good track. And um, yeah, I'm kind of perhaps slightly being sort of like dragged into the shoegaze wave, having sat here for however many months you've been doing it, waiting and listening to all the stuff you've been bringing. Uh, and I'm really enjoying that as well. I think Richie's nails it just by a by a hair or two. Uh, so I'll go with Richie's this week. Okay. Well, I've enjoyed all three of the songs this week. Obviously mine. But uh, Richie's, the Bill Withers Syndicate with We All Rise. You know, he's got that great shoegazy start, so I'm into that straight away. The vocal is very... Uh, it puts me in mind of the lead singer of the editors. 
and then you, you get that hardcore punk chorus and it's got this fantastic bass right the way through it's such a Frankenstein of a song as well there is it doesn't even feel like it's two different like it's sorry it feels like it's two different songs it isn't it all fits together well but it doesn't you know it's got a disjoint to it I think that's what I mean about the vocal changes sort of a bit disjointed but I quite like it yeah uh, Mike Five song uh, First Class and Coach with My Oh My uh, it's the same as Rich's you know it's 80s infused indie new romantics you know futurist type songs and I'm all over that shit at the moment you know so I absolutely loved it it has a pace and it's it's a kind of an urgency to it it had a feeling of like early strokes kind of songs and it could have easily been in sort of any compilation from the enemy in the 90s Britpop explosion yeah. definitely but my vote goes to Rich this week so I thought it was an absolute belter of a song so Rich is this week's winner congratulations Rich I didn't envy you this week Wayne I thought you had a very difficult task there choosing between mine and Mike's because that that track I absolutely love that track Mike really good track yeah I'm with you I think they're both class I think all three were class actually that was a, that was a good week good round yeah indeed indeed Yes. So, yes, go check out all three of the songs. This week's winner, the Bellwether Syndicate, with their song We All Rise. My song, Collapse in Slow Motion by The Friction. And Mike's song's First Class and Coach, with their song My Oh My. And all that said and done, let's move on to the wild card, baby. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Hi guys, Katie here. This little message is a quick shout out to the few people that support our little podcast. We love doing this show, and moreover we love helping indie artists get heard. However, this whole thing costs a lot of money each month. We don't want to become rich, but would love to be able to cover our overheads. So for the price of a cup of coffee each month, you can support us over on patreon.com forward slash YHHTMPC. Supporters will be granted access to our members only area, where you will be able to connect with the team and artist will be able to post their latest works over there and get heard before everyone else in the emails. Alternatively, you can buy us a one-off virtual coffee over at buymeacoffee.com forward slash YHHTMP. Every bit helps and we really appreciate it. Thanks again to the few people that already support us. Now on with the show. Right, we're on to the wild card. and. <laughs> Please go to edit this. <laughs> right, we're on to the wild card. The wild card is a section of the show where we pull up our vast emails and we just pick a song at random. And that's it. That's why it's called the wild card because it could be anything. Last week, last time, we, well, we did, we're not playing last last week's episode, so we don't even we can't even say it was because it never aired. But it was fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. It wasn't great. No, the, the, unfortunately, <laughs> episode four has lost the time. Um, so it's absolutely fine that we did. The, the, yeah, it was fucking terrible. That's that's what happened, Richie. The um, you, you tried to fucking download the episode and it was just like not having it. You can't put this song out in the world. It's a load of crap. So that's what happened. Anyway, so it could be absolutely anything. It could be an absolute belter that, that you'll go and download the entire album or you'll send us hate mail for putting that sort of shit in your ears so uh, yes uh, who's going to choose the song this week you can Wayne you don't usually choose a song I'll flick through the emails and you can say stop I don't think I've ever done it in the six seasons well in the three seasons we've done it yeah I don't think you have I don't think you have excellent this is an exciting moment for you it is I feel like I'm finally grown as a person I'm excited okay I am flicking through the emails stop whoa really yeah Oh, okay. Um, let's have a look. Fuzzbox, new single, Voodoo Feline 239, featuring Maggie Dunn and Sugary Staple. Released 24th of the 3rd, 23. Released? So past, it's a, past it's tense? a pre-release. That's, that's okay, because this won't be out till after that, so it's fine. <laughs> We're time travelling again. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Katie, do you want to tell us a little bit about who these guys are? Voodoo Feline is the new single from Fuzzbox featuring Maggie Dunn and Sugary Staple. With Jenny Tingle on Tooty Tooty Flute and Bang Bang Boom Boom <laughs> Splash Crashes, this exciting new lineup explores industrial music, world music, punk rock, and reggae in a bundle that transcends the genres with four exciting mixes, including an electronic house mix by Alan Keary, who has worked with the likes of Craig Gannon from The Smiths and Aztec Camera, as well as working with Jar Wobble and Interstellar on the rise and of the Northern Dubstar album Universal, produced by Mike Bennett, who produced the last Fuzzbox double album Reimagined, 
and gigawatts of nature of wires. The project utilizes the experimental skills of the magnificently talented Maggie Dunn. It's a track from the forthcoming concept album, as yet untitled, and explores a myriad of different themes and is bound together by taking the listener into different vortexes and at times scary places via an ethereal contraption known as the leaf. Released on Suburban Squire via Nova the Orchard on the 24th of March, this track is well worth checking out. Um, wow, okay. Well, I just want to point out that they mentioned Nature of Wires. Now, the other week, we played one of their tracks for the um, genre challenge, which was um, Trip Hop. The track that I brought along that was sent to us in 21, I think Nature of Wires did that. So I'm expecting from this, maybe it's, it's definitely going to be EDM, maybe Trip Hoppy, but there's lots of other stuff in there that I mentioned like house mixes and stuff so they mentioned it industrial and punk rock at the same time yeah and I was like okay and then you got a flute in there a tooty tooty flute of all things a tooty tooty flute with the crashy crashy splash splash <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was thinking a bit along the lines of like Asian Dub Foundation that sort of mm, thing it's, it seems very confused with all the different things that it's talking about it <laughs> could come across very avant-garde avant-garde so. EDM I'm going to um, let you in a little secret which is this is the song that I nearly picked for my head to head no shit uh... yes and then I went with the other one just because I felt like it uh, but this is very did you good. get it from Pufferfish Press as well yes I did yeah mm. <laughs> yes exactly the same email <laughs> so you already know what's happening I mean we can choose a different one if you want no it's a great track I nearly picked it okay cool we'll, we'll play it then yeah so this is Fuzzbox with their new single Foodoo Feline 239 Voodoo Feline came down in the form of Asteroid. When she's finished with you, she will devour your soul, and you will wake up in purgatory, suffering from non-stop suffocation, snakes and ladders. You will be an existential vocation. You are a victim of vicious, pernicious, superstitious Voodoo Feline that marks their emotion. Voodoo Feline implied emotion for her. Her in a No normal girl 
Wow, I think I hit the nail on the head with uh, avant-garde. I don't need it. I don't, mate, what the <laughs> fuck was that? Um, <laughs> that, that? That was just too weird for me. I mean... <sighs> Listen, the first thing I want to ask is, has Katie gone and made a song without us? Yeah, it's it does sound like it, doesn't it? It really does. It sounds like if somebody created, like today, like not quite ready program where you can type in an idea of a song and then it spits something out that's what the AI would have spat out at the moment well it sounded like Katie as well <laughs> it did sound like Katie <laughs> saying, saying that although it was absolutely mad and all over the place and disjointed and disfigured there was a there was a massive element of construction going through it seemed well constructed even though it didn't look like it looked like fucking what was it like <laughs> this is why I nearly picked this song because I knew this would be an amazing reaction. <laughs> I don't like it, but I love that it. doesn't it's mean. That, but it's 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 obviously good. It's it's weird to have something that's so weird and disjointed and sounds badly put together but that isn't badly put together. It's so well put together. <laughs> so it just makes no fucking sense. It's an anomaly. It's a. It's a, what's the word? It's um. I don't know what it is. It's hurt my head. I think it's one of those as well. If I went back, I'd probably like that, actually. If I keep going back to it over and over again, after about the seventh time, I'd probably really like that. And like each time, I'll pull something new out of it. There's always some, it's one of those, there's something different and new each time you listen to it. The only problem is, I'm not going to listen to that again. <laughs> Oh well, I fucking loved it. And, I love um, it. Yeah. I mean, you asked for avant-garde, Rich. It's your own fault. It is properly avant-garde. Uh, so, cast your mind back a few years ago. I went to a festival, and they were they play films late late at night at festivals most of the time. And I went to Festival Number Six, and there's a fantastic French film called La Haine from a few years ago. And Asian Dub Foundation had re-scored it, so they'd taken the original score out of the film, and then they play it live while you watch the film, and they play the music with it. It's, it's a really like sort of newish not really a newish concept but it's a concept that has become sort of more popular and it, it was fantastic and I could hear elements of this when they played that Lahane score the, especially the, the, the you know the, the deep groove of the bass and the drums all together that was in their score so, so I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Asian Dub Foundation I mean the, the, the drums in this are just incredible they are just so wide and, and just massive they sound tribal they've got elements of like somebody like the KLF when they were doing it uh, as well as somebody like the Prodigy when they were doing it as well it's just massive the, the abstract lyrics you know the voodoo cat uh, with that's half human and some I don't know I'll have to listen to it a couple of times not to even try not even try and unpack it just try and work out what she's saying because it's all over the place but yeah and it's such a great groove I loved it absolutely loved it festival number six was no festival number five though was it let's be honest I am not a number I am a real man classic <laughs> yeah I, I don't have much more to add to that I absolutely love it I think it's a brilliant tune I am a big fan of weird shit with cool bass lines and crazy drums and um like I said I nearly brought me to the head to head but um I didn't but I'm glad we played it anyway yeah, so yeah definitely um, well for two of the three of us Fuzzbox by Voodoo uh, sorry Voodoo, Voodoo Feline by Fuzzbox is an absolute banging track so definitely go check that out if if you like what you hear and with that we move swiftly on to the main event Rich the intense hardcore Johnny musical challenge mode go 
Go! So, for those of you listening in order, it's going to be very confusing for you because you're oh, all yeah. going to be ex- you're going to be expecting a Lagobi song. Now, we did do a Lagobi song, but unfortunately, that episode has been lost. Um, so, would you stick it? Would you stick my effort on on Patreon, Rich? Yeah, we will stick your Lagobi on Patreon. Also, what I'm going to do because I'm, if I'm using this program from now on, we can have an audience. Apparently, so what uh, if I can send out a link to everyone to have an audience so people can listen to us live while we're doing this within this program? So, fucking patrons, patrons will have a link so they can uh, come and join us live. Yeah, but you want people to sign up to Patreon, mate. They can join in the chat. <laughs> so. Fair enough. So anyway, so so on that episode, it was Legobi. And on that episode, which was with Rebel Tramp. Rebel Tramp. Yeah, we, we chose a new genre, and that new genre was Baroque Pop. So uh, I believe we've got three songs to play tonight. I've brought uh, one of my efforts. Mike Five's done an effort, and I think we've got an actual track as well, haven't we, Rich? Yeah, I've brought a track that was sent to us in a submission some time ago, so... Excellent, excellent. So how do you want to play this? Sure, sure. Do you want do you want Katie to tell us all about what Baroque Pop is, so we're all informed? Yeah, go on then. Katie, can you tell us about Baroque Pop, please? Baroque Pop is a genre of music that combines rock and classical elements creating a rich and sophisticated sound. It emerged in the mid-1960s, influenced by artists like Phil Spector, Burt Bacharach, and the Beach Boys. Some of the features of Baroque pop are the use of orchestral instruments like strings, horns, harpsichord, and piano. These instruments add a touch of elegance and drama to the songs making them sound like they belong in a fancy ballroom or a royal court, or maybe just an elevator. The use of complex melodies and harmonies, often inspired by Baroque composers like Vivaldi. These composers were masters of creating intricate musical patterns that could make your brain explode if you tried to follow them. <laughs> Luckily, Baroque pop songs are usually shorter and simpler than their classical counterparts. Otherwise, We would need a PhD in music theory to enjoy them. The use of vocal harmonies and choruses to create a lush and dramatic effect. Baroque pop singers often sing in multiple layers and octaves, creating a wall of sound that can fill up any space. Sometimes they even sing in different languages or gibberish, just to show (laughs) off their vocal skills. Some of the most famous examples of Baroque pop songs are Walk Away Renee by The Left Bank, God Only Knows by the Beach Boys, Eleanor Rigby by the Beatles, and Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head by BJ Thomas. Baroque pop influenced many other genres of music, such as chamber pop, indie pop, art rock, glam rock, progressive rock, and psychedelic rock. Baroque pop is a fascinating genre that showcases the creativity and diversity of musical expression. It blends different styles and traditions to create something new and beautiful. If you enjoy listening to Baroque pop music or want to learn more about it, you can check out some online playlists or articles that feature this genre. Or you can just watch this hilarious video of a guy playing Bohemian Rhapsody on a harpsichord. I will leave the YouTube link in the show notes. It's fucking brilliant. I've I've checked out that YouTube link and it wasn't all that good, so I'm probably not going to leave that in the show notes. So fuck you, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head is a song written by Burt Bacharach and yep. Hal David. Don't know who BJ Thomas is. <laughs> when she said it, I thought, who the hell's DJ Thomas? <laughs> I think sometimes, because she's connected to a chatbot, she'll find a piece of information from somewhere and she won't double-check it. <laughs> Just is what it is. Like us, you know, you read it on Wikipedia. That's gospel. That's it, that's gospel. So shall we play the, the submission we had first? So we see how yes. professionals do it. Right, so the song I'm playing, it was sent in 2020, so it was some time ago, it was by E.G. Palermo, a Canadian singer-songwriter, folk singer, country, and a baroque pop. And the song is called Lyra Dear. So yeah, uh, it wasn't brilliant, but it was a, a good example of the genre, I think. Um, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, it was alright. It's very hard to understand what they're singing. The quality of the music was crap, but I suppose that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like low fight to the max. For an example of the genre, it was it was very it was very good. You can hear the elements of baroque in there. Absolutely. The thing I like about doing this genre challenge was the discovery of Vampire Weekend. I never listened to them before. They are fucking amazing. And that they smashed this genre better than anyone. Really love their music. I just stuck a shitload straight to my playlist. 
Oh, well, I just rediscovered all the, sh- the stuff from the 60s. That's what, that's what I did. You know, all the stuff that I've, I've loved for forever and went, oh, yeah, it's just that. It's great. So, like, the Stones and, um, like, about 15 different Beatles songs uh, yeah. and uh, the Zombies. That's the, that's fact, In fact, that's what my song takes a lot of inspiration from, is the Zombies. So, yeah. Uh, do you want me to go first? Nuns don't work on a Sunday. Nuns don't work on Sundays, yeah. That's what I'm, that's what my mind's called. Do you want Mike to go first or shall I go first? You can go first, you're already talking. Okay then, fair enough. Uh, Mike, what did you think of um, E.G. Palermo? Uh, yeah, it was good. It, uh, it was very golden brown without actually being golden brown. All good. It's nice. I, I, I did I enjoyed it. It's something you probably won't enjoy though. <laughs> Interesting about this genre, it's quite wide-ranging. And, yeah. and this is very much the sort of like this sounded more like the sort of 60s hippie like kind of bit of yeah. it but it didn't really have the hook that a lot of those songs have it's just a weird genre because stuff that I wouldn't really class as baroque because I think I've got like this twisted version of it in my head you listen to it and go okay I suppose it could be but I'm not really sure that I understand the genre completely I just know the songs that I like and they're saying they're baroque so I think that's that's mm. where my, my sort of understanding of it comes to but I did enjoy it a lot and I enjoyed writing this song a lot so yeah so this is nuns don't work on a Sunday Excellent. 
Was that Magnum P.I.? Magnum P.I. <laughs> Magnum P.I. That was fucking brilliant, Wayne. That was outstanding. <laughs> that was... I, I, I didn't even realise it was you singing to start off with. <laughs> I had so much fun. I don't know where it came from. I think I think a YouTube clip turned up or something. It said, remember when Tom Selleck shot a nun? And I went, I went, I vaguely do. And then I watched the clip and I just went, oh my God, yes. So he's sort of like chasing this bloke and this bloke dresses up as a nun. And he's up this ladder and she goes, oh, well, hello there, sir. And he goes, all right, sister. And then he walks away and goes, nuns don't work on Sunday. He just fucking kills her. <laughs> fucking fires her off this. <laughs> pulls his hand cannon out and shoots. And they're just like, from then on, it was just like, that's what I'm writing the song about. And he just, it all came to me in one flurry. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't do one because I don't think I could have competed with that. So, Mike, you're up next. I'll introduce my one briefly. The thing that Katie was saying about complex vocal harmonies and blah, blah, blah. My biggest weakness of this challenge is that I can't actually sing. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not a very good so your, big, your biggest problem with the genre that contains <laughs> complex vocals and harmonies is the fact the vocals aren't very good and there's no harmonies. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't sing. That was the first thing. I ran out of time, so I started this two weeks ago, pretty much the day or the day after. I think it's the day after it must have been. Maybe it was the Tuesday after we recorded the show that no one's ever going to hear because it got lost. And I was just like, oh, I can fucking do this. I really like it. And I kind of focused in on, because it's a very wide-ranging genre and there's a bit of it that's quite kind of art-pop and almost a bit new, new romantic. And I quite like that with strings and stuff. So I kind of focused in on that part of it. Then I realised I can't actually fucking sing very well, so this isn't going to go that well. But anyway, I did it without the vocals. Then I forgot about it. I've been away for most of this week um, for work and then I thought oh fuck I've got to finish this ran out of time I wanted to record an acoustic guitar I didn't and I, <laughs> I wanted to just like make it sound better and I didn't because <laughs> I didn't have time so this whole rant is you just sitting there making excuses for what I'm about to play yeah so what, I'm, just, I'm just putting it out there I put a vocal on it did my best because I wanted to give it a good no, go no that's, that's not the point Mike it's not the point you can't do your best you've got 90 minutes to just push any old shit out I did the best I could but in total over two sessions I spent no longer than 65 minutes <laughs> so, uh, but I did manage to incorporate intergalactic so enjoy intergalactic planetary planetary intergalactic intergalactic planetary
Uh, you made all them excuses and it was really fucking good. Oh, thanks, mate. It wasn't my best. It wasn't. It wasn't. It, was similar, it wasn't as good as the punk one. <laughs> it was really good. They started off on like, here we go, and it's like twelve, like three seconds of like it's just fine. It's just great. It's just you know, it, it sounds like an hour song. Yeah, it's good. I enjoyed doing it. That's why I, I think I think you got the structure right. I think you got the feel of the whole thing right. Yeah, I think you probably could have done without doing the the Beastie Boys thing because I think it may have limited you more than anything. Oh, there was no way I was going to write lyrics though in that amount of time. I think the Beastie Boys thing was brilliant. It's, I just I would, have, I would have done it slightly different. I'd have done it. I would have done it half time. I'd have done it uh, with the beat. I'd have sang it, but I'd have layered it, like put three different layers of vocals over it, different um, octaves. That's that's that was kind of in my head, and I realised I had no time or <laughs> or capability. <laughs> that would have taken too long. Yeah, it, for me to do that, it would, t- it would take a while. <laughs> you suddenly realise this is for a podcast and a joke section. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I, don't, I don't have time to do this, and also I can't do this. <laughs> Listen, the takeaway I've got from this is that we we can all really enjoy Baroque pop, apparently, and we all have done for a very long time and it is a genre of music that I've loved absolutely because I didn't know it was Baroque pop probably all of my life so you know it's one of them I'll probably continue to keep listening to and I really enjoy doing this challenge and um, some of them are a bit of a chore and this one wasn't at all um, it's good every it? second of it it definitely like I think the the bio that Katie gave it talked about like art pop and stuff like that it definitely incorporates you know includes a lot of those things and like you say it's got the, the Stones and the Beatles and all of those sorts of bands have sort of done a bit of this but yeah it was, it was good fun to do it became quite prevalent in the 90s there was a lot of bands that did rock pop in the 90s I think it helped kick off the the two the D&D rock that came about in the early 2000s I think it's one of those things that the, the 60s and 70s is where it starts and the 90s is just replicating that sound you know and of course it's just good they're not probably not knowingly doing baroque pop but because they're copying people like the Stones uh, the Beatles pff, all of Phil Spector stuff and that sort of wall of sound sound that it's sort of just it's one of them it just moves across and it? it just transports but yeah I, I loved it I thought it was great hey so let's move this along lads then because it's fucking five past ten yes yes A to Z give me a, give me a letter somebody oh fucking hell yeah we've got to use a new genre N N hold on one second right okay we have got two pages uh, one full page and uh, another half page so page I'll one page two the last but one song on the second page <laughs> really? You don't want to change you don't want to change this? Because me and Mike are gonna smash this out the park. Are you sure you don't want to change this? Oh, go on. It is new metal. Oh, I'm so doing it. I'm so oh, doing wow. it. Oh yeah, I Brilliant. can do this. Oh yeah, I can definitely do this. I'll do it in the style of Linkin Park. Beastie Boys meets Linkin Park. I will smash this. <laughs> it's a fusion of thrash, groove, and alternative metal that also borrows elements of punk, industrial, grunge, and hip hop. In case you weren't sure. Oh, brilliant! I'm there. It's funny because I was listening to New Metal on Friday for the first time in a very long time. <laughs> so yes, on the next episode, we are going to be exploring the genre of new metal. And now we should move on to the history section. Hello everybody, welcome back to History Corner. This is lesson number 21. 
should have been 22, but obviously we're missing an episode. We'll come back to 21. Anyway, lesson number 21 is the first foreign language song in the UK charts. Uh, so a couple of episodes ago, we did first foreign language number one, which happened to be uh, that uh, Je T'aime by, uh, I forgot his name, but yeah, that Je T'aime song was, was the first foreign language number one. And I decided, well, yeah, let's, let's have a look and see what the first foreign language song was in the charts. Uh, and that's where we ended up on. And on the 10th of July, 1958, Renato Carasone and his sextet entered the charts at number 25 with their song Torero Cha Cha Cha. And it stayed in the charts for a staggering, have a guess boys, have a guess, how many weeks it stayed in the charts? Eight, three, one, and he's never troubled the charts again. So yeah, this is Renato Carasone and his sextet with their song Torero Cha Cha Cha. Tu suona in coppia e giornaletta e mamma ti minaccia e padre ti sarraccia. Ti fanno girare capa sti fumetti, guardando dentro lo specchio, vuoi fare il coreador, come fanno a Santa Fe, come fanno ad Hollywood. E custa scuso in uno studio più otorero, ti si piazzata in capa sto sombrero. Dice casi spagnolo e non è vero, che nacchere in da sacca va a ballare, mescolando bolerio ciacciacchi vuon brugliato rero. Custi basetta sudamericano, uno sigari avani a gamba se le picche, torero, torero, olè. Fatta ciaccatella corta corta, e caso un cella stritta, di oricciuli in fronte. Te rida accendarete non te importa, te siento un marlombrando che a spasso se ne va, per le vie di Santa Fe, per le vie di Hollywood, e annamurata tu in un tevo più e torero. Te si piazzata in capo sto sombrero. Dice casi spagnolo e non è vero, che nacchere in da sacca va a ballare, mescolando bolere o ciacciacchi vuon brugliato rero. Custi basetta sudamericano, con un sigari avani a gamma se le picche, torero, torero, olè. Tu che ne fa belli mamma, torero, gusti basetta sudamericano, gusto sigari avani a gamma se le picche, torero, torero, olè. Olè! Olè indeed. 
So that was uh, Renato um, Corazone and his band, and the sextet and their song, uh, Torero Cha Cha Cha. So uh, Renato Corazone was born in Italy in 1920. Uh, he started his music career as a band leader in Eritrea in 1937. After the war, uh, he formed the trio Corazone and in 1949 with the guitarist Peter Van Houten and drummer uh, Gigi de Giacomo and later added a violinist. He became a star of the music of the Italian music scene uh, with his modern, lively interpretations of the traditional uh, Neapolitan songs, blending them with jazz, swing, boogie-woogie, blues and other genres. Uh, he wrote many uh, such hits, such as <laughs> Tu vous fa l'americano, uh, Torreo, as we just heard, and Marazu, uh, Maruzella, I think it's called, uh, which were translated into many different languages and covered by international artists all across the world. And then he died in May, on the May 20th in 2001 in Rome, and he is considered one of the most influential and original Italian musicians of the 20th century. So there you go. Lots of fun, that song. Enjoyed that a lot. Richie? Yes, good. Enjoyed it. Very uh, led, paved a way for people like Black Lace to create <laughs> stupid, stupid party songs. <laughs> where, where did that come from? Fucking do, push it under apple, shake the tree. Does not sound like cha cha cha. It's a stupid party song. <laughs> Love it. It sounds like a resentment in your voice there, mate. Have you got some deep-seated anger towards Agadu? I remember just being at Butlins and places like that, listening to shit like this, because your mum and dad just dumped you in this stupid playgroup with a load of kids that you don't know and don't really want to be with, listening to shit like this, having to do some sort of dance competition. I don't know how to fucking dance. So why am I dancing? You give me a stupid dandy and no badge. Now listen, we've just run out of time here. Can we pick this up next week? Ask. Taking up on my therapist. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I enjoyed it, Rich. Uh, sorry, Mikey. Um, I, I'm not sure I can compete with Rich's answers. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. It's, it's novelty, isn't it? It's novelty. Yeah. I don't know if it would have been in the fifties, boys. Yeah, it's it's not. It, it, you know, it's not flight of the Concours level novelty. Not as good as that, but it was um, <laughs> it was enjoyable enough, uh, and it was an interesting piece of history. I think you've been a bit cruel, both of you. You know, I mean, this song, this is like you know, we're talking 1950. I've lost it. 1958. This song came out, so I don't think you know. It's not really. This is the sort of thing that people would have danced to. It's not like a novelty song. We're talking, you know, this would have filled up all manner of dance halls with with like mambo and, and sort of jazz swing that sort of hey, thing. Hey, mambo, mambo. It's Italiana, that kind of. I like that. Yeah, song. it's in that sort. Of, it's in that sort of vein, yeah. I think. But yeah, it being popular isn't enough. As in the words of Superhands, people like Coldplay and voted for the Nazis. You can't trust people. I <laughs> <laughs> got Gary Lineker cancelled yesterday. You be careful. <laughs> I stand with Gary Lineker. <laughs> right, so yes, that is the history section done for another week. And we haven't got an artist spotlight this week, but we have got an artist of the week, have we, Rich? Yeah, artist of the week. We also brought them to the B side. We're going to bring Booze Radley for the artist of the week. Um, I think we'll have a guest on the next episode. Let me just check my calendar. We've got Nat. Natalie Shea with us next Ooh. time. Yeah, she was on BBC Radio 1 recently. Oh, okay. Well, she can judge our new metal songs when she comes along. I'm sure she'll love that. 
<laughs> so yeah this is it then we're rounding up to the end of the show because we're going to finish up with this uh, this little track that was just already played on the B-side and you'll hear a bit about Booze Radley um, so yeah it's been a good episode I've really enjoyed it apart from the technical difficulties but we run into them all the time uh, of late I don't know what's going on but yeah I've enjoyed it it's been a good episode uh, but you've sells boys I've had a really good time I've, I've really enjoyed it can I share a message with you that I just received just very quickly yeah go for it so I've just I've just made a really cool new friend who's messaged me he said hello my kind new friend how are you doing today it's nice to meet you I'll be glad to hear from you may God guide you and keep protecting you and your family don't fucking threaten me with words of God you motherfucker <laughs> I just uh, I feel like ah, oh, I was I'm in such a happy place right now that um that God is connecting with me great great yeah probably gonna cut down Mike I love these some of these random bits I do I love them <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm probably going to cut him out, to be honest. I'm not sure how he's got my email address, but he's done now. <laughs> right. So, yes, after that little gem dropped by Mike there, we all ran up to the end of the show. Go and check out all the other songs. We haven't played a bad song. Even our songs, I don't think we're that bad. Uh, we haven't played a bad song on tonight's episode. So go check them all out. Uh, they'll all be in the show notes, no doubt, because Richie does a thorough job with that. And, yeah, go check us out on myhhtmpc.com and you can interact with us on all the social media, such as Twitter and Facebook. Facebook. We're not really active on Facebook, but Twitter if you fancy it. And you can contact us at yhhtmpc.com. You can send all your uh, information over there, all your songs and whatnot, and one of the team will pick it up from there. You might find yourself on a future B-side or a future A-side if you're so lucky. Yeah, have I missed anything out, Rich? We're going to um, we're gonna play out with Agadoo, are we? <laughs> We're going to play out with our artist of the week, our Booze Radley, with their song Crash and Burn. Yeah, so that's that's it. Thanks, everybody, for being here and joining us. Um, and, yeah, uh, I've been Richie. I've been Wayne. And I've been Mike Five. Thank you for listening, if indeed you still are. Goodbye. Hi, we're Booze Radley. We're from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We're a five-piece emo punk band. Uh, we have a lot of influences. Among them are At The Drive-In, Jawbreaker... Uh, death cab for cutie and we kind of take all of these different genres and try to meld them into one cohesive and unique sound we've sent you crash and burn where you can see a little bit of all of these influences and parts of it Uh, people can find us on social media like twitter facebook instagram tiktok and then we're also on all the streaming services like spotify apple music soundcloud bandcamp Uh, We have a new EP coming out on March 10th, 2023, out on cassette uh, via Lonely Ghost Records, and it'll also be on all the streaming services that I just mentioned.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 